It's an unfortunate fact that the elderly are taken advantage of every day. While the laws are complicated and constantly changing, the wisest and safest way to keep track of them all is to call elder law attorney Michael Cohen. Having devoted his career to informing and protecting the elderly, Michael communicates about the law in ways that you and your loved ones will surely understand. Join us now to know your legal rights with Michael Cohen and co-host Don Crawford Jr. Here's Michael and Don. This is Know Your Legal Rights. My name is Don Crawford Jr., the grateful owner of KWM God Country, Texas, 770 AM on the dial. And I'm sitting with my co-host, my friend, my attorney, should be your attorney when it comes to estate planning and government assistance, any areas of government assistance, Michael Cohen. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Don? I'm fine, thank you. I appreciate your time today and the knowledge that you're going to provide us. Um... So this program today, where do I start? I have no idea. Just is say this, that this is not TMZ. Here. No, and I don't want to lose my head over this thing, but this is, a, <laughs> this is quite a story, um, to say the least. Uh, so I'm going to let you tell the story. It's pretty crazy, um, but it's the aftermath of what happens uh, that really applies to our audience, not what this gentleman wanted to happen when he died. Remember our the theme show uh, theme song of our show is I did it my way. Yeah. Okay. So we had that before we started this show. It says I did it my way. Okay. Well, in this case, we'll call the the gentleman who is now deceased, Lawrence. Lawrence, who worked for a cryogenic company. Cryogenics. Yeah, cryogenics is when you freeze a body, and he believed in. Um, in effect of thinking that this is the science of the way of the future. And so when he was in his 60s, he signed a contract that when he died, his body was to be frozen so that he could live on, you know, they could regenerate him at some future generations. It's almost like a a movie that we might see or something that, you you know, a lot of these movies are based on – actuality or what mm-hmm. they anticipate the future might be. Mm-hmm. And this is no different except for, so 20-some-odd years ago, uh, he had entered into a contract where he paid $120,000 to have his body frozen after he died. Wow. Yeah. So it's a California company. This is a, uh, I'm not making this up. Of course California. Yes. It's called, the, the name of the company is Alcor. Uh, so, so for those who are interested, okay. uh, anyway. So, if you want to have your body frozen, that's who to call, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not after you hear this story. Right, exactly. So, so uh, the unfortunate thing was Lawrence, who lived to be ninety, uh, was walking home from a restaurant, and unfortunately had a heart attack, and died. Um, so at ninety years old, and so they put him at the morgue, the city morgue. Well, because he was at the city morgue, they didn't know where he was, I guess, some people for a bit. Uh, Alcor was not identified, it was not told about this for a few days when they found out that he was um, uh, in a cease. They have a whole procedure that you're supposed to act as quickly as possible to freeze the body. They put his 
Uh, they went to the morgue, put his, put him. They were kept at a temperature of 30 degrees. But you see, when they freeze the body, by the way, it's at 196 below. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's that's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they, um, uh, as soon as they they went to the morgue, put the body on dry ice in dry ice. As soon as they found out, now the what where the story gets goes awry is when is what happens next. Um, after you know, notwithstanding the contract to freeze the body. Uh, one day, and this is the, the words, and I'm going to have to. I'm going to quote the words of the son. This sounds kind of bad, but I'm going to just quote it the way he said. They chopped off my dad's head. They burned his body and left his ashes on my front door. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So that's what his words He's are. He's not happy. He's not a happy camper. Uh, he has sued Alcor for a million dollars for emotional distress. Oh. Now, the reason for this, he when he got the ashes, he, first of all, why was there ashes? He said, I thought that my dad's body was supposed to be frozen. And he checked that very next day, he checked with the, um, I don't know how you do this, but they checked uh, the cremated body parts and found there was no head. When they found out that there was no head, he contacted Alcor, who said, well, we froze his head because we think that in the future we could regenerate a a body, a healthy body, to attach to his head. Okay. Okay, this is getting interesting. Yes, yes, yes. What TV show or movie (laughs) could we analogize this to? Is this Game of Thrones or what is this crazy Uh, stuff? I I don't know. You're losing my head. losing my head over you. (laughs) Yeah, you're saying in your mind, too. You've got to remember we're regenerating a body. What they're saying is we could regenerate a body to attach to a 90-year-old brain. Okay. Now, that may be fine. My wife's grandmother lived to be 107 and a half. I'm just not positive about uh, how, uh, if that seems to be a good idea or not. But I'll let, I have no idea. And you're saying that Alcor essentially stole the head no it's in a it's in a frozen vat in arizona but did they tell yes they did what they did with the head well after he contacted them he said where's my dad's head i'm suing you over my dad's frozen head okay so they said well we froze the head and it's in arizona uh, in the desert. Now, I'm not just teasing about that part, but uh-huh. this, <laughs> the frozen head is in some vat right. where it's kept cool at 196 below zero uh, to be regenerated at some future date. Tiara, this is a CSI TV show, if there ever was one. Especially <laughs> there was a murder, and then they did all these crazy things. I, I don't know. Because then you don't I know. She's twirling her head saying, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is our TMZ uh, show of the week. Really uh, <laughs> okay. All so, right, so I'm waiting for more. Well, I mean, so he has a suit for emotional distress. He said, uh, you know, I, I, here I was expecting my dad's body to be frozen. You cremate his body. And so, of course, the company's feeling like their reputation has been tarnished by this. And now they have countersued. Oh, that's our legal world today. So our legal world is, okay, what did they do wrong? Well, they couldn't find the will, the will of the deceased Lawrence. Um, so they think that in the will or codicil, there was a provision 
that if he contested anything that happened to do with the body, that he would not get any part of his dad's estate, which, by the way, was $16 million. So now they have countersued saying that he has defrauded the system. He is compl- he he had in Dad's will had if you have a dollar you'll get a dollar if you contest how anything that's done with my body. Wow. So they're saying it's fraud. So is this? So it gets into a lot of different issues. Mm-hmm. First of all, uh, is this a breach of contract? Is it a breach of contract? Well, what did the contract say? Mm-hmm. Did it say he could only if if we get, didn't get notified within a certain period of time that we could just freeze his head? Or did they did they have an obligation to tell the family? You would think that that would be the case, mm-hmm. but there's no guarantees that uh, anybody. Uh, well, I don't know. You would like to think that they would notify somebody, mm-hmm. but apparently they didn't in this case. Okay, and so that gets them to be a question there. What about uh, the question about um, if you don't if you don't bring a copy of the will? You see, under laws of intestacy, in this case there were two sons, uh, in laws of intestacy, it goes to the closest relatives. You have to go through a whole different proceedings. You have to determine who the heirs are. Uh, So, you know, because usually what happens when you have an heirship determination, it's a lot more difficult proceeding because you have to find out if there's uh, other dad had any other children. So if you don't have a will. Now, it, it makes me think that, Al Gore had something, some like photocopy of a will, because I'm not sure why they would have come up with this allegation that there was even a castle to begin with if they didn't hadn't seen something. So it wouldn't be surprising to me if, uh, you know, that Dad, Lawrence, had given them a copy and he wanted to make sure that his body is frozen. Mm-hmm. Remember there had been a uh, several years back for those old enough, you know, I say those old enough. Uh, last week, I, I'm telling people how really, how really old I must be because I, I actually studied the football and I remember the Dallas, that the Dallas Cow Texans are now the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Well, now here's another old one. Uh, many of y'all who may not know who Ted Williams is. Ted Williams is a famous baseball player. Uh, who actually even was the first manager of the Texas Rangers, mm-hmm. one of the first managers of the Texas Rangers, mm-hmm. uh, wanted his body froze, his head frozen. Okay. And there was a dispute amongst the family. Uh, you know, w- several weeks ago, uh, or maybe it, I think we know actually last year, we talked on one of our shows about the uh, Tatiana Jefferson case, about disposition of bodily remains. Remember, uh, Tatiana Jefferson was the um, Twenty-eight-year-old woman who happened in Fort Worth who happened to be shot by oh, a police officer, right. and then there was a shot her inside her apartment. Right, 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 right. and it would caused quite a, a stir, you know, because there was no you know, no signs of any foul play, etc. And the family wanted um, a Tatiana Jefferson's uh, funeral to be held at Potter's Church. Right. And the Tatiana Jefferson is 28 years old, not married, and did not have children. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the father of a Tatiana Jefferson, who may not have been as close to her as other family members, 
uh, said, no, you're not involving me in the funeral, and so therefore uh, I want to, I'm going to have an injunction against you having the funeral at Potter's Church. Wow. He was successful because he, there was no, nothing in writing on how, uh, what's to, who's in charge of the body. Hmm. Uh, so usually so he's first in line to call the so, shots. So uh, so under Texas laws, it, first of all, you're if you don't have anything writing like a will or a disposition of bodily remains. So in the case of Lawrence, by the way, he, if he may have had something in his will or you had other funeral arrangements, if there's ways to to say how who's in charge of your body and what's happened. Mm-hmm. So Lawrence could have had some had something in his will that said this is what I wanted to have happen right. and maybe that Will was not found. Well, anyway, getting back to Tatiana Jefferson, mm-hmm. uh, the dad was successful because first, the first choice to be able to be in charge of the body is a surviving spouse. Well, I told you that Tatiana Jefferson was not married. The next, next uh, under Texas law, the next person who can make a ch- decision is adult children. Well, she didn't have children. And the next person would be the dad mm. or the parent. Okay. Uh, and so in this case, that was the parent. And so she, he was successful uh, in having a private service as opposed to having it at that Potter's Church. Okay. And by the way, I don't know if you know the app aftermath, but a couple weeks later, he died. Did he really? Yes. So, so he was successful in court, had the private funeral for his daughter to the dismay, to dismay of other family members, and then he died within a couple weeks after wow, that. Wow, what a mess that could Well, be. that is. But the idea here, he knows, that you could, a lot of people are not even aware that you know, there's all sorts of different types of legal documents that people have. I, you know, there's probably, and it's not just a will. Mm-hmm. It's not just a power of attorney. It's not just a medical power of attorney. It's not just a living will, which is the pull-the-plug instrument. It's not just a HIPAA to have access to medical records. There are things like disposition of bodily remains. There's out-of-hospital DNRs. There's things regarding dealing with your digital assets. There are things dealing with your mental health. There are declaration of guardianship in the video later and cops are need if you think there's going to be a dispute between your uh, your whoever your agents are under a power of attorney or whatever so there are different all sorts of different types of legal documents disposition of your bodily remains or having something in your will regarding your body is something that is um, uh, that something you could do usually there's not uh, disputes like this but it, this is kind of a bizarre story to see that there could be a dispute. And here it gets in all sorts of other legal issues. Is there fraud? Did they fail to bring the contract, uh, the will to the court? Is that fraud? Is there, um, uh, is there a breach of contract? Mm-hmm. Is there emotional distress? Mm-hmm. Is there, um, you know, it, it, it could be any number of things that could, you know, who's in charge of the body? You know, all sorts of different things that the legal issues that we don't really seem to think about much days. And I, I by the way, Lawrence was on Alcors. He was only the hundred, I think, the hundred twenty fifth frozen body that they've dealt with. By oh, the really? way, so it's not that frozen body, even though he sued over his dad's frozen head. Uh, the it's not a common situation to say no, the least. That is to say, to say the least. Uh, it puts a whole new definition on frozen assets to say yeah. for sure. <laughs> but having said all that, um, you need to not freeze but move forward and go to Michael's next workshop. Not this bizarre story, but all the other dominoes that 
drop because of this scenario and the headaches and the nightmares and the relationships that are then undermined or dissolved. We could be here all day, as Michael has been, um, trying to explain uh, the repercussions of something like this. Um, but it doesn't take a bizarre story like this for this kind of uh, aftermath to happen, and it can be very disappointing, discouraging, and destructive. To prevent that, as best you possibly can, attend Michael's next workshops. Um, you could go either on Saturday, March the 7th, or you could attend on Thursday, March the 26th. Saturday's at 10 o'clock in the morning, so you get to avoid traffic. Thursday's at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on the 26th. You also get to avoid traffic. He's freeway close, and estate planning essentials workshops are free. There's cookies, there's donuts, coffee, uh, all the good stuff, and most importantly, not the KWM coffee mugs, but Michael's free education where you get to walk into the workshop and ask a question, hopefully not about frozen <laughs> bodies and chopped off heads. I don't think that really is. We've never is, had that question, by the way. I don't think you ever will. Um, but more relevant things like um, estate that are, that are generic to um, and related to estate planning and government assistance. So, Mike, a little bit more about the workshops, please. We ask people what they want to know. I, like I said just a second ago, we've never had anybody ask about a frozen being frozen. Uh, I have asked one time, I remember a long time ago, when uh, somebody asked how to get a hold of Dr. Kevorkian when he was alive. But uh, <laughs> that, was an, that was about as unusual as it, or close That's as it different. came. Uh-huh. Yeah, but the most people just want to know more about estate planning, whether it be about wills or trust or powers of attorney or some of the other types of things that we just mentioned real briefly. So, But we ask whatever it is that you want to know. A lot of people want to ask about Medicaid because they say, oh, if the long-term care costs are so great and people are living longer. It could be about veterans' benefits. It could be about any number of things. So we just ask people what they want to know, and then over two hours we answer those questions. It's a lot of, of a dialogue. It's not a talking head because right. we just want to see what you'll see, what other people will ask, and remind about your own situation, and then uh, we kind of go from there, and then we answer those questions. And if you do want to go uh, forward and uh, find out more about your own personal situation, we also give only to those people who go to the free two-hour free estate planning essentials workshop, a free vision meeting where we go into your individual situation even further to see if there's something that can be done to protect you and your loved ones the way you desire. Uh, to do that, all you have to do is call that 214-720-0102 telephone number. That's 214 214- 720-0102 or sign up online at DallasElderLawyer.com. That's DallasElderLawyer.com where, by the way, we have our podcast that you could listen to on any of these shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, not all of them are as TMZ as this, mm-hmm. uh, but you you could see whatever topic it is that you desire uh, regarding estate planning, and then we will usually have addressed it at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times it's all sorts of different things that that you know are just not normal, but others that are, are normal. Yeah. And so we look at it and just see whatever it is that's important to you. Uh, you know, I think that, and, and I should mention too, if you are interested in going to that free estate planning essentials workshop by calling that 214-720-0102 number, uh, that you should do it sooner rather than later. Our last uh, few workshops have had, quite frankly, uh, have been oversold. We had we had to bring in extra chairs. Uh, this last workshop, 
So um, it is recommended if you are interested to sign up at your earliest convenience uh, because um, they have become pretty popular, and I appreciate that. That's Saturday, March the 7th. <clears throat> Excuse me, Saturday, March the 7th, and Thursday, March the 26th. So sign up today as soon as possible. Um, the umbrella theme that comes to me, Mike, uh, when we're discussing these matters is what I read about the other week, the other day in the Wall Street Journal about dead hand estate planning which I don't know if we've ever used that phrase before, but they did in the journal, where you have these preconditions for the heirs. And it's a, a very strong religious thing, especially in the Jewish religion, where this is what you need to do in order to inherit, fill in the blank, after I pass away. If you don't do this, if you don't have a prenuptial, if you don't marry within the faith, things like that, you get nothing. I think that dead hand uh, estate planning is very interesting and pretty common. Well, you could have different conditions, but you can't do things against laws, you know, so there are different uh, things that you can, even if you have something in a will that is against our society, uh -huh. then there, then it might not be enforced. But the... What would be against the law? Can you think of some scenario? Oh, you know, uh, let's say... Uh, you cannot marry somebody that is of a different race or something like that. That's against the law. Well, I, I don't know that 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 you can, you know. That's um, at one. I don't know that um, uh, that you could say something like that. Hmm. I'm uh, sure, he's going to get contested. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I think there could be a problem with something like that. Uh -huh. But if race is an issue, then wouldn't religion? Yeah, I think. Suit? So, I think so too. Yeah, I do. Uh -huh. So you, you don't now. You don't have to. You don't have to um, say provisions like that. You could just you could just cut somebody out. Remember, uh, if you saw something, then you just don't have to name somebody as a beneficiary. Remember, we talked about the the case of the French Elvis uh, several months ago, where he had cut out his children, mm -hmm. uh, and they brought social media into the will situation. Uh, in France, showing that his uh, on his because he was a star, the rock star of Elvis, the rock, uh, the French rock star uh, Elvis, uh, and they found out he was living, uh, even though he's living in California, they found that he was spending more time in uh, France than in uh, than the United States or in, or in the French uh, islands, and so they said under French law. You cannot cut out your children, mm -hmm. but in the United States, you can. It's just a matter whose law uh, you could you fall under. So it could be if you're in Louisiana, it may be different than it is if you're in Texas because it's based on French law. I see. Yeah. So the answer is you. There are you. Can, you don't have to have somebody uh, name somebody as a beneficiary. As far as these conditions, then it gets when you start doing these conditions, usually it gets more into problems because uh -huh. the. You know, a lot of times uh, it, it's just more more of an issue. So you're more likely to have a contest when you do have a condition like that. I see. Uh, and I can imagine the repercussions where the heirs, of course, would go to war. I can imagine people gaming the system where they say, oh, the, the, um, the father dies and he says you have to have a prenuptial agreement. But that's all he says. No specifics, which is the antithesis of how you conduct yourself as in a lawyer. You're all about specifics and what ifs and and had you thought abouts and did you protect yourself here? And he uh, the one scenario was the father said you have to have a prenup. 
So what did the heir do? He had a prenup. And what did he put in the prenup? That everything goes to my spouse when I die. Uh, so he gained the whole thing yes. because the father wasn't uh, specific like he should have been. So it, it is unfortunate that they want to rule from the grave, but it seems like they're still out well, there. Well, you know, we have lots of different things that people do to encourage different things. So, for example, you know, we've had uh, we've talked on prior shows about how you could have trust within wills or trust within trust to encourage us doing well financially mm-hmm. or to getting an education mm-hmm. or to uh, anything. We have had one uh, uh, where you said, okay, somebody, if they have a tattoo that they don't inherit. Uh, you know, so certain things, that, so it's kind of like the things that, that uh, no, those things are harder to, uh, you know, what are you going to do? And, and uh, so those things are harder to, mm-hmm. to you know, make sure they happen the way you would mm-hmm. like. Uh, but so, but a lot of times people do have various types of uh, conditions, as you say, mm-hmm. uh, or at least incentives. And so I, as I always joke about, uh, I told my daughter when she, uh, at spring break when she came out for her freshman year, I said, you know, I have good news and bad news. I said, Mommy and I have provided for you uh, for your college education, and should we die? And she said, okay, so you provide for your coll- my college education if I die. That's the good news. What's the bad news? I said, it's good news that Mommy and I died. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so she, so she says, I know you, Daddy. Uh, um, w- what's the condition? And I said, well, all you had to do uh, to get that those funds is simply to maintain a 3.8 GPA for three consecutive semesters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I'm glad I'm not your, your my, my father. Yeah, she, now, she joked. I, she knew I was joking yeah. about but actually she's done that. So no, I'm no, proud, proud of her for that. No surprise. <laughs> So uh, now you can have different uh, conditions, but be careful when you do those things because the, a lot of times they may be unenforceable, uh, and so there are some um, risk involved with it. But you can give at least incentives, mm-hmm. whether it be on education, financially. If you do have a certain, if you have a certain amount of degrees, you get more quicker. If you have done uh, earned a certain amount of money, you could get your monies quicker. Mm-hmm. If you've done, you know, so it or it could be uh, uh, certain jobs. It could be it could be do different types mm-hmm. of things uh, to give an incentive, uh, but it's really uh, something that everybody has to consider. Is that something they would like? You say, do you want to rule from the grave? Do you want to protect your your uh, son or daughter from a bad marriage or a creditor or whatever? Yeah, I've never different... heard you say heir beware, but in in this case, you you've seen like you understood and didn't really um, frown on uh, stipulations where drugs or alcohol or smoking was involved. Is that more influential? Yeah, no, I mean, there, I think you, you know, a lot of times when we have people like that, we have, you usually put things in trust where they can't control. Oh, okay. Yeah. So and they're less contestable or not contestable? Right, they're oh, less contestable. And so that's that. why, so to get around it, if we say, oh, I want someone to say, well, uh, okay, that's fine, but we're going to have, it's you're not going to have any discretion over it. It's going to be somebody else. Got it. Excellent. Okay, well, that's extremely helpful. Well, there you have it. Uh, these things are very complicated. Things change. The laws change. Relationships change. Some of the, these things are contestable. And you should attend Michael's next workshop to ascertain for yourself your individual circumstances and what it would take to uh, perfect your plan, for lack of a better phrase. Dial 214 or go to DallasElderLawyer.com, DallasElderLawyer.com. 
click, click, click. It's all right there for you to go into Michael's website, sign up for the uh, next workshop, look at his uh, newsletter, listen to the podcast, you name it. Um, do so for those workshops, March 7th, which is a Saturday, and March 26th, which is a Thursday. Dallas Elder Law Attorney Michael Cohen. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Don. A leading estate planner practicing law in Dallas, Texas for decades now, Michael Cohen is ready to educate you about the estate planning laws that can affect your family and you. The first step is to attend his next workshop by going to his website, which is DallasElderLawyer.com. That's DallasElderLawyer.com to sign up for that free estate planning essentials workshop. Or you can also call him by dialing 214 720-0102. That's 214-720-0102. A talk show host on 770 KAAM for six years, Michael Cohen is the person you want to evaluate and complete what could currently be a deficient estate plan. Make sure it is done your way and sign up for his next workshop today 